0: Hello, everybody. This is Bill from Sitrep Podcast. We are back for the ex- next exciting episode of season seven. This is a, number three already, and with that, we're going to be going from Waterloo to World War III. So get ready. In three, two, one. Hey, Newton, six, eagle thrust. Put all side war off. Take it loud. uh,
1: You are listening to the Citrep podcast, your source for everything related to historical wargaming. Whether you are looking for the latest wargaming news, reviews, painting tutorials or playthroughs, you will hear about it right here. So grab your favorite beverage or brush and let's hit it.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode. And at the table, because we really like this setup, being face-to-face. So we can really, you know, just chew the fat and make fun of each other and actually see what, you know. So we think it creates a better interaction. And we are live on camera. Hello, everybody. So now you can listen to us while you're painting uh, at a later time as normal with the podcast. Or you can jump in and watch us live And see what goes on behind the scenes. So, here we go. So, sitting to my left is Mr. Chris. Howdy. And then, Mr. Martin. Sup, sup. Morning, morning. So, today's another big day here at the Sit Rep Podcast Studios. As not only do we have an episode to record, but we have a game to finish.
1: That's right. The back half of our... uh Rourke's Drift Game. I don't know if you can... Yeah, they can kind of you, see it. I say, if you look out through the double doors, uh, you can kind of see the table
0: set up out there. Yeah. So, all right. So, going forward, as we like to do, historically, <laughs> um, is what have you guys been up to over the last two weeks? Anybody like to start? So, do you want to tell him nothing before <laughs> I do, or... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nothing game related. How
3: about that? Uh-huh. I did find some um some uh colored uh acrylic. Yep. Yeah you can use for uh the
1: uh midway campaign. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah yeah we were nice. talking
1: about using uh like red uh clear acrylic bases for uh, uh
0: the Japanese and the yeah. blue ones for uh the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. All right. Well, I'm going to bring up the chat window so when people start popping into chat, and I am going to overlay it just because we can. All right. Um, that's cool.
3: So, what do you got? Found blue? I found blue. There's a couple shades of blue, so you're going to have to decide. Okay. We'll have the uh, um, courses of action briefing for you later
0: today. Courses yeah. of action briefing. Yeah. Oh shit! That sounds like official and all that.
1: That's right. All right. Awesome.
0: Martin. Yeah,
1: so I haven't done crap historical related. I mean, uh, yeah, it's been super busy for me, uh, uh, particularly at work uh, recently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have not done a whole lot. Um, you know, I did bust out my zombicide guys in Primo, but that's it.
0: You know what? Sometimes you need a break, I, you know, from one genre or you know, I paint a lot of green and brown. All right. <laughs> Although you know, with uh, uh, painting these dudes, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a lot of red and red blue. blue. So, so yeah. So today, as part of our show, we're going to talk about a, a era of warfare where you can paint all kinds of colors. So, yeah, um, I brought research material with me. Oh, um, so well, I didn't know there was homework. Right. I have research material. I have. Hmm? Things to show up from White Dragon Miniatures. <gasps> they sent us oh, review models. All right. And I oh, have... We're going to do a quick mention on the uh, Army Painter War Paints, the air ones. They have little metal ball bearings in them. Um, and talk about just a little bit of everything. And then, you know, there's a little brouhaha happening over there in Eastern Europe. And... Uh, Weird, it's almost like we Jim played... predicted it. Didn't Jim do a series on the Ukraine at he, one point? He did back, uh, so was it 2014, right? When well, that's
1: when the invasion was. Uh, when did he do it? Oh, I don't remember when he yeah. did it now, but yeah, the 2014 was the last invasion, and then that was our uh, uh, our scenario when we did the uh, uh, Ultra Combat,
0: yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, Modern. that's right. We were in Ukraine for that. Yeah, we yeah. did it. We built the Ukraine table and a bunch of houses and had a... Uh, oh, crap. I totally forgot. I forgot it was the Ukraine. Man, look at Dance. us. Dan's predicting. Yeah. Well, eh. Foreshadowing. Reading the news, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're implying we read?
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. You were doing Well, research. you know what? There's a lot of things you can accuse us of. Being illiterate is not one of them. We're all avid readers and um, many different things. So... You know, we may look a little on the slow side.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: true. Act yeah, a little on the slow side. <laughs> we don't drive a little on the slow side. Oh, Generally oh, speaking, no. no. That's not. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. All right. So um, what have I been doing? Yeah, yeah go real ahead. Real quick, yeah. while we're talking about the
3: Ukraine, shout out to my uh, cohorts that are downrange.
0: Oh, did mm-hmm. civil affairs go? Maybe. I wasn't
3: uh, going to mention <laughs> that, but yeah,
0: yeah we've got uh, people down range. Yeah. yeah, Well, uh, I mean, it's all over the news because this morning I was watching the news and they showed an airplane full of people going somewhere in Eastern Europe. And they're all well, from the 18th Airborne Corps. Well, you know, they, they all had the Dragon Patch. Yeah, on I was going to say, they already said that 18th yeah. and 82nd is going to Poland and a bunch of. other. Yeah, uh, you know, the 82nd was going, you know, they have Idri. So, you know, you already have your, you know, response battalions.
1: Hey, you think yeah. that's going to be a combat jump?
0: Oh. <sighs> No, because we don't do that. <laughs> Not since. Grenada? No, Panama. Panama would Pan- have been the last no. legit one, right? No, the, the last legit one was actually in Iraq when the, the herd jumped in because Turkey wouldn't let them through. So the the 173rd jumped in. Yeah, that, Mosul. It was technically a combat jump while there were no enemy there.
1: They could have landed, <laughs> literally landed the
0: plane. They probably and walked landed off. the plane. Come on.
1: after you, they jumped. Look,
0: I know they all. Well, they, want of their course mustard they landed stains. the plane after they jumped. Well, at the same. Oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say at some point. You well, look, better, anytime a paratrooper can get the opportunity to put a gold star on their jump wings, oh, yeah. you know they're gonna do it.
1: Oh yeah, oh, every, yeah. everybody wants the mustard stain. Yeah. come on, that's yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So
3: while well, aviation, we learned we learn to stay inside the functioning aircraft. So I was
1: 20. Sp- speaking of functioning <laughs> aircraft uh during a, a recent raid in Syria it seems like one of them didn't
0: yeah <laughs> Whoops. flashbacks to um i going to say that you know in
1: 1980 or, or or the, or the, the Osama, Osama raid, raid. yeah, yeah when mean, they blew up
0: on the top secret uh blackhawks i was going to say not not as the bad as 1980 because we never Yeah know, we didn't lose anybody
1: thank god and, and we never got there
0: we right. never that's true you
1: know uh in the uh, uh Osama raid you know, we got there, we took care of business, did what we had to do, but we had to leave them a helicopter. Yeah. But we, you yeah. know, and say,
0: that's what created um, the 160th, so was that whole mess up. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and Delta, so.
1: Yeah, back in the, the 80s there when yeah. the, that they were going to rescue the uh, hostages it? in Iran. Mm-hmm.
0: Eagle One, was it? Eagle Claw? Was it Operation Eagle Claw? Eagle something. It turned into Eagle Oh, I Sh- forgot we had the coffee on the stove. Hey, don't forget your coffee is, is on, percolating the on the, the stove. stove. I totally forgot. Don just messaged, uh, should I uh, turn off the coffee? Yes. Um, and I will ask her to bring the coffee pot down.
1: Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Because that's how you run. I don't know how these people can get along with, you know, not One drinking cup. coffee. What do, you, what, what do you do, get like eight hours of sleep or something? <laughs> Come on.
0: So... Um, <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, we got these, we got those, we're going to talk about some rule sets and just a lot of different things. So, Marty, before we start off, do we have anything news-wise? Oh, so we got a bunch of news. Nice. uh, Some
1: some feel-good stories, some product releases. No news? I don't have a
0: thing for him yet. Dude, I have a full-time job. And it only took you four hours to get to it on Wednesday. It only took me four hours, right? (laughs) Which is normally an hour and a half commute. Took me four hours. So
1: yeah. So uh, our first news item. Yes. Shout out to Specter Managers. Eight years. Yeah. Yeah. The, the happy birthday to them. Eight years of business.
0: Wait uh, for it. Wait uh, for it. Wait. Hold on. Sorry. It's there. Good.
1: All right. So uh, in, in celebration of, we that, need a producer for this. They've show. got uh, uh, an eight percent off sale. Dummy. Uh through tomorrow, uh Sunday, February sixth. Uh so uh which, by the way, so <laughs> when I was looking at it on the web or uh on the email that I got from, I was like, it says through you know, four two through four six, and I'm like or uh
0: six uh, four. yeah, like, you gotta remember they do days it, and months backwards. Yeah, it was
1: the European version <laughs> and it took me a minute to 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 realize that and I'm like, April to June?
0: <laughs> the? I'm like oh no. wait a minute They're, yeah, yeah they, they do the military they, thing, they yeah. do it
1: they do it the way the yeah. you know, the rest of the you know
0: EU because remember guessing. when you had to sign documents in the army and you had to do the date and then you spelled out the month and then the year
1: but just the first yeah few or the first three yeah. digits
0: you know that really fucked me up
1: you know see I can do date time group like that in yeah. my head still
0: you yeah so I
1: did actually it when I write years. checks I still write it that way
0: yeah oh we have another visitor at the front door Uh oh who could it be now. Who could it be now? Uh, Yes. Well, before you move on to Spectre, I want to just make a a disclaimer out there. So I was upstairs. I'm actually going through stuff in my uh, hobby room. I found a a DHL pack, not open, still taped up. I'm like, what the hell is this thing? I can't read the the address label and it's all marked up. And it's been sitting there for months. I, I cut it open. It's full, full. Of Spectre Miniatures. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hey, All come right. on oh, in, brother. Oh, here we, we go. Hey, if you want to grab not, that chair right over, where'd the other chair go? Uh, there's the
1: bad ones here. I say bad right. one because, uh, you know, be careful when you get the... Uh, t- oh, t- dude, don't hide. No, no. Jump in. No, no. Spe- <laughs> spe- special guest has joined the show. Yeah. Uh, But uh, the... Marty, uh, we'll zoom the, in the, on you. The, yeah, grab the chair and come on right over here. The, the seat is not attached to the frame of the chair. Makes it
0: easy, that one. Just, Just don't uh, slide around. Don't do the boot scoogie. It, it,
1: it's great for camping, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> and I think you do. you do. Oh, don't break no. Dad's picture. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. You remember, that's from Dad's house. Anybody saw that before? Yeah. So, so, everybody out there in sit rep land, this is my brother, Chris. Hi, Chris. So, as you know, those guys over there in Beast of War, OTT, have Brother Lloyd. I hear Brother Chris. Yeah. Jarl Greedo is testing. Hello, Jarl Greedo. I don't know who you are, but test away. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the show, buddy. Right. And speaking of dope on a rope.
1: Well, you know, no, 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 no it, but but otherwise, no, uh, no. He, no, he just insulting us.
0: Is he picking I, on my uh huh? Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I think that's. Jealous. I was busting. On, I was busting on airborne earlier. <laughs> that's
1: a lot of double as, yeah. as the guy that's not airborne, <laughs> I, I'm the dope on the road.
0: Aviation, uh huh.
1: So, you
0: know. So uh, anyway, I, Chris, I, I'm, I don't have another plug in. I got you know what? I'm gonna order more of these headsets so we have four sets because it comes with both cables. So I can get the eight oh. one eighth inch and the quarter eight or whatever it is. Yeah. So, um, and I we can get him a mic. Uh, sure. Where you I'll got? give him, you mine. Where you got him
1: squirreled away? Right here. Oh well, then you then you give him a so mic nice? and I'll keep talking to you. Talk. How's that? Go. Ahead. Yeah. So back to Spectre Miniatures. Uh, so, uh, happy birthday, uh, Spectrum Miniatures. And, uh, I look forward to Bill giving me that entire box of DHL, uh, <laughs> delivered miniatures that we have no idea what they are. Right. He just said that he's got a box full of them. Exciting stuff. Uh, their sale is going on through tomorrow, February 6th. And uh, they also recently came out with a, uh, a uh, weapons pack. So you can get just uh, like a sprue of weapons. So that's kind of cool. So you can get toes and machine guns and twin machine guns and all sorts of stuff. So uh, if that is uh, something that you want to uh, upgrade or convert your figures, uh, head on over to uh, Spectre's webpage and... Uh, Get you some. And the sale goes through when? Uh, through June. No. <laughs> it goes through tomorrow, uh, February 6th.
3: Now, remember, that's
1: Greenwich Mean Time. Yeah, it's UK time. So, uh, you know, the, the, the interwebs will help you figure it out. Because when it shuts off, well, then it's no longer on sale yeah. and you know you missed it. Here in the
3: middle of the United States, you don't so, uh, don't think you have until midnight. Yeah, Well,
1: you do have midnight. It's not your midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a little bit of Kickstarter news, Savage Frontiers from our good friend Tim Spikowski, uh has been uh, delivering. I know he's been furiously sending out packages. Uh, Timmy boy, I got mine. Thank you very much. I'm super excited. That boat looks wicked awesome. Uh, and uh, I started priming the... Uh, I assembled the boat and started priming the boat crew. Uh, but I have not yet uh, put together all the other little dudes. I figure one thing at a time. As I said, I uh, also uh, busted out and primed my Zombicide set, and that's 77 figures. So Nice. nice. My desk's a little full right now. <laughs> Especially when you only have one square foot to play with. Yeah, pretty much. Like, literally, I have one of those little one-square cutting mats. Uh, One-foot-square cutting mats. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much my workspace.
3: So anybody who's listening but not watching, you will hear that Bill is you- making a lot of
1: noise. I am. In the background. And in the foreground, now oh, Sorry. show under construction. All right. You got a super long cable. So now, uh, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now from uh, War Games Atlantic, uh, their latest uh, blog newsletter, uh, they. Uh, uh, Sent out uh, that they are about to unleash a slew of new sets now that their US plastic facility is up and running. How's that? Awesome. So, uh, it, and they said running full speeds, three shifts. So uh, over the past couple months, they said that they completely reinvented and streamlined their operations to move uh, plastic production to the U.S. from China. So they are no longer going to produce anything in China. Uh, It's all going to be done in the U.S. What? Wait a minute. What? Yeah. yeah. Uh Uh-huh. How's that for a news item, right? They have left China. They set up a brand new plastic facility in the U.S. They have moved every mold already from China to the U.S., that's, that's, that's the long pole in the barn. You know, you can't get your molds. It doesn't matter what you got. Uh, they've sourced new suppliers for everything from box printing uh, to product cartons, to skew labels, to the little round clear stickers that seal up the ends of the boxes. So uh, they said it took a lot longer than they hoped uh, as these things always seem to do. Uh, but the last hurdles have been, uh, as they say, uh, hurdled, and uh the product is uh, starting to move out of their plastic facility now. So they got three shifts going. Uh, they've got plenty to produce uh, and uh, 24 hours a day, a new plastic goodness coming off the presses. So they're super excited about that. So I thought I would share that. Um, so the changes and improvements delayed some of their new rela- new releases. But now that the uh, kinks have been worked out, uh, those will start to arrive in the three global warehouses. So they've got a warehouse in the U.S., a warehouse in the U.K., as well as one in Australia. So our uh, our, our Brits and uh, our Aussie friends can look forward to being able to get all their goodness from War Games Atlantic over the coming weeks. With the uh, USA being first, uh, as they say, due to proximity to the factory. It's on our continent, so I guess we get we get dibs on this one. Unlike when it was in China, and we all just got hosed uh, equally. Uh, Let's see. Next news, Diom. Let's talk here a little bit. Uh, Foot sore North America. Yeah. So this isn't really a new release, but it's new to me. I I saw something that uh, they had posted on. on Facebook, and I think they actually came out last summer, but they have, uh, they call them Naga Frogmen. Yeah, did you, yeah. Yeah, I i didn't realize those were, those were out. I had seen something out before, but uh, I saw it last night, and I clicked, you know, and we go over to the webpage, and I'm uh-huh. like, oh. Those are kind of cool. So, it's a set of four 28-millimeter metal figures that are uh, geared for covert underwater operations. Uh, they've got fins and rebreathers and whatnot. Uh, it's a pretty good-looking little set. So, if you're trying to do some sort of underwater or amphibious operation and you need a guy that, uh, you know, uh, looks like a frog man, but so North America's got you covered. Yeah.
3: Well, here you go, Bill. Now you can get your aquarium going and have a little bit
0: Nice. Of- Great. I'm trying to bring up a picture of— them. I'm on the foot sword foot. Miniatures website. Uh,
1: collection, pulp miniatures, and then scroll down. And not oh, their pulp miniatures? To, yeah, it's in their pulp, uh, pulp gotcha. miniature collection. Okay. Well, that's all right. Move on. All right. New from Deep Cut Studios, there's a new Stalingrad gaming mat. Yeah. So that looks pretty nice. Uh, and I was not real familiar with Deep Cut Studios. I spent some time looking around their their uh, site. Uh-huh. They've got some pretty interesting products. So uh, it's uh, I don't know what it is in American, but the mats start at uh, twenty seven ninety euros. So uh, it's available uh, in sizes from twenty two by thirty. So the, for the little one to all the way up to a four by six foot. Wow. Uh, so, they, you know, ideal for war games, obviously. Uh, you can use it as standalone scenery. You can use it as uh, background for uh, putting your terrain on and gaming on. Uh-huh. But you can get it made out of PVC. Uh-huh. You can get it made out of cloth. Or you can get it made out of
0: uh, Neoprene, a mouse pad. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a lot of options. Sir, in the back. Thank you. Uh, so, this may not come surprise anybody right now. Um, you so, when we out? were moving Christmas stuff around... I found a whole shelf full of um, mats, game mats, that I didn't know I had. Shocker. Shocker. (laughs) They're in the storage room on the top shelf. There's like eight or nine rolls. Some have nice cases. And I'm like, where the hell did these come from?
1: Yeah, me too. Where (laughs) the hell did those come from?
0: What up, bro? We're going to have to look at them at some point. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, we're going to have to bust that out and see what's up. Well, you know, now that we have this nice studio set up again, we can do live streaming in here and we can do some games because we got stuff to talk about later but once we get through the news so right right all right continue on sir all right so uh
1: from warlord games uh not what you think it is i bet i am going to go with uh they've got a uh, pre-order for a uh, new release oh uh, yeah, pre-order
0: they... you know i like those pre-orders
1: well i don't know if this is the one you um, want okay. were you looking for an m11/39 medium tank is this for a bolt action? Uh, it, yes, yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, uh, but uh, uh, that's out there for uh, for pre order, mm-hmm. and it's one of the uh, kind of mid war ones that was uh, mm-hmm. supposed to uh, replace their what was their little tiny tank called?
0: The sh- t- t- not the, was it the, the li- sh- Sherman? No, the little uh, it's uh the Stuart?
1: No, it's a uh, the Stuart? No, it's an Italian tank. Oh. Uh, Um, Fiat. Uh,
0: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Let me. They did make tanks though. Uh, (laughs) I swear to God, if any of you guys bring up the Italian rifle joke, I'm going to shoot you now. Well, no, we're bringing up the Italian
2: (laughs) tank joke, obviously.
0: (laughs) I went through all of high school with some dumbass going, hey, you want a good Italian rifle? It's only been dropped once. Yeah, so never fired. are you going <laughs> to shoot yourself <laughs> Are you going to shoot yourself now? <laughs> uh, but. I uh, just thought i cut off at the pass. Move, Go ahead. Move, moving, moving from So that, that's for bolt action, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so wait a minute. Is that an Italian tank or is that an American? Because it has an so, M designation. So
1: it, it uh, as it says, it's heavily influenced by the design of the British six-ton uh, uh, tank. The M11-39, the resultant uh uh, variation was the first modern armed Italian tank that would replace the numerous outdated L3 tank out. Oh, here we go. in the Italian Reggio Esquerito Esquerito? E-S-E-R. Heavily on the Vols. A medium tank with a pair of turret-mounted <laughs> machine guns designed to protect the tank from infantry assault and a 37-millimeter gun or a 47-millimeter gun mounted in the hull for engaging hard targets. An operational range of 12 hours, capable of around 30 35 uh, kilometers per hour. It saw action in East and North African campaigns.
0: Oh, I hope I turn my brother's mic up, up. there. Sorry, Chris.
1: Well, he's been very talkative. Yeah, so, I know, right? You know,
0: <laughs> how would you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're almost reminds me Jesse when Jesse's on the show. Jesse just kind of sits there yeah. and does this. And then... Hello, not Oh, you know what? I don't have your mic set up. Damn it. Oh, it's, it's so hard to find good help. I, it is, right? All right, so... Driving on.
1: Uh, I got a couple more. I got two more items here. So, uh, one is uh, laser cut plants from Gamer's Grass. Plants? Yeah, laser cut plants. Yes. So it's out of out of the box, pre painted plants. So you can, and I mean, you you can bend these dudes up, and they look super super real. Uh, you know, so, uh, I it's like a, pre-painted. It, and it's almost more of a diorama thing than it is a gaming thing, I think, uh-huh. but uh, you can use them for either. Uh, and they've got a, a a whole range of plants as well as, uh, you know, if you're into sci-fi, they got some alien plants in sure. there as well. Uh, but they're, they're only seven, $7.50 a pack. So okay. they're not bad. Uh, you can get them through GC mini, uh, in the U S and UK, you can go through the sprue shop. Nice. Uh, but they're, 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 they're pretty cool looking. I was checking them out. I'm like, 750. Huh? Are... I have to see what shipping is on these. That looks all
0: right. <laughs> so, you know, you can just go to your aquarium shop and just get plants for like jungle stuff. Yeah. You know, for like Vietnam.
1: Sure. But I mean, th- these dudes. Yeah, look good. Yeah. I mean, diorama level look good. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, my final little bit. Don't yep. think I passed it over because I'm sure that you're aware of it. Epic Battles Waterloo. Waterloo. Warlord Games. Yes. So their pre-order is uh, about up. I think they have everything available for sale right they
0: now. Have now. Uh, they have Highlanders now. So they have Highlanders. There can only
1: be one. That's right. There's a whole slew of bundles you can get if you go to their webpage. Yeah. The one that I would bring uh, your attention to is the uh, <laughs> Mega Bundle for the princely sum of $815. Hold on. Going to it right now. I ordered two for you already. Did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> did I give you my that, uh, credit card? That, <laughs> if dude, we did, that, we don't have that, one. That, that's why I pay to buy a new car. Not, that, <laughs> not, that, not gaming stuff.
0: <laughs> what you, are you kidding are you? me? epic battle. Dude, I still have it's, all this Civil War shit in the boxes upstairs. That's
1: not true. There's a screw or
0: two of it that, you know, we painted. Kind of. <laughs> Uh, you yeah, eight hundred thirteen dollars. What do we get for eight hundred and thirteen dollars? So let me look here.
1: You get a metric crap ton of stuff. I mean, when they say mega, they're not kidding. It is.
0: So you get the British starter set, British Infantry Brigade times two, a cal- British light cavalry, British heavy cavalry, French starter set, French Infantry Brigade times two, French light cavalry brigade, heavy cavalry brigade, the Le Sant Saint scenery pack. Oh yeah, of course, the Le Saint. Sandpit and Barricade, the Humont Scenery Pack, the British Napoleon Paint Set, you get everything including rivers and roads. Yeah, it's... you $800. The roads better be sure. laid and rivers better be running. <laughs> Dear Don, I loved you. Please be kind in the divorce after I was this. It was a good run. <laughs>
2: it was a good run.
0: That's really cool. If you're heavy into... Uh, well, um, you know, Napoleonics, yeah. I'm going to show you an option to uh, Epic here in a little bit. We're going to talk about that. So... Um that's really cool, though. That's what, I mean, if you're really into it and you really want to get it going, yeah, definitely.
1: Now, so. I, I, I went to the top of the line, yeah. biggest, that you know. Uh, yeah. So if this is something that you want to do, you don't have to get the $800 kit. Right. I don't mean to make it sound like that. You can get some more oh, no, there's all kinds of starter options. kits. That, you can
0: just get the starter box, which is, I think, 100 and something. That's uh, 127 uh, or something here. like that. I have it right here. So the uh, doo-doo-doo. the starter set is 145 bucks. 145. Yeah. 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 So uh, a little more reasonable, and
1: and those boxes are full of stuff. I mean, yeah. you're getting a lot of stuff. You know. So uh, you know, if that's something that you're into, that's your error. It's your jam. I stand correct. Oh, shit. I don't know. But there's there are, so many options in I, here. I was gonna say there's approximately, and I'm not kidding, 20 bundle sets. Yeah.
0: So yeah, depending what you go with, uh, it's anywhere from 120 bucks on up. Let's put it that way. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I thought the like the straight up starter kit was 120. Well, because they have the the Waterloo
0: Wellington British starter set, which is 145. They have the Waterloo Bonaparte French starter set, which is 145. Then you go to the Waterloo British starter bundle, which is 264. Yeah. I mean, it just goes and goes and yeah. goes, right? So there, there's just a lot. It's that's why we saying stick with the Civil War. It's so much easier. Yeah. There were two armies, the North yep. and the South. There wasn't the British. There wasn't the French. There wasn't the Austrians. There wasn't the Germans. There wasn't the Pr- well, Prussians, wow. you know, and yeah. so on and so on and so on. But for color uniforms, and again, we'll talk about that here shortly. Uh, other options uh, to those games. So that's pretty cool, though. Actually, it's pretty cool. I like it. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. If this is uh, if this is your your
0: era for historical war gaming, yeah, go check it out. And I know many people who. Make this their life mission, is, you know? Wasn't it, dad's. At $815. The metal figures, the Civil War me. or Waterloo or uh, the uh, Napoleonics, the ones that we made and painted as kids? Civil War. Civil War. Those are Civil War. Yeah. All right. Hold I on, paint, a minute, guys. Because I, I painted on.
1: some of those too. <laughs> time on, hold on.
0: Time out. I got to stop the recording real quick So I got to turn his mic on. It won't let me do it during the recording. So stand by. Five, right. four, three. Stand by. Okay. We're back. Yes, I can see Chris's waveform now. All I'm right, here. Yeah. All right, and so those was, were Civil War, right? Didn't he do Napoleonics at one time? Uh, Uncle Bob did Napoleonics. Okay. He liked Napoleonic better than Civil War. Yeah. He
1: wanted more colors than blue and gray? He did.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you got the soy vase that looked like uh, gypsy Highlanders. and <laughs> Yeah. He had a little color there. Not much. But blue and gray, yeah. 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 It's yeah.
1: yeah, there's a lot. You know, like we were saying earlier, I'm like... I paint a lot of brown and green. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, just, I need to paint something else. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was just excited when Uncle Bob gave me the uh, sharpshooters to paint in their forest green colors. <laughs> nice. Got tired, you know, now yeah. blue, now on to forest green. All right. Any other news, sir? That is it for the news this week. Okay. So before, just one moment, please. Before the next podcast recording, I promise to you, I will create your intro and outro. Oh, I wait with bated breath. Can't wait to see this train <laughs> What are you talking about? I thought Gaz's Gaz was awesome.
1: Uh, Gaz, if yeah. you're out there. Oh, Gaz hated right. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> why he left.
0: No. I was going to say, Gaz, if you're out there, I feel your power. Right. I'm about to get the treatment. <laughs> In honor of our dear, dear friend, Gaz, who has been down sick and is recovering. Oh. This is Get for better, you. Gaz.
3: It's news time with Gaz. Give me the latest and greatest news. Oh boy, oh boy, it's news time with Gaz. Come on, give it to me. Give me the news.
2: Nice.
3: (laughs) Nice.
1: (laughs) Uh, So what's wrong with Gaz?
0: He had had the vid. Oh no. The Rona got him? Yeah, the Rona got him. (sighs) Hey, while you're filling. Yeah, I mean... It's hot, by the way. Uh, holy cow, is it? I, <laughs> I grabbed the side of this thing. I think yeah. it boiled over. It. It is definitely hot. All right. So while we're refreshing our refreshing, remember, buy merch. Uh, you'll notice a couple things. One, the sweatshirts are no longer available on the store. What? Because uh, I'm not happy with the quality of the prints. Uh, if you look on the back of mine. Did they? Oh, yeah. That's no bueno. But it comes off too easily, so we're going to look for a better supplier, or we'll just go back to making our own. I, our shirts are standing up pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, how many times have they been washed? Right. Well, okay. How many times has your wife washed yours, or you washed did, yours? I was going to say, did you say my wife? <laughs> <laughs> my wife? She does. It, she does it zero of
1: my laundry, and I have the huge hamper in in uh, my bathroom to prove it. Oh, that's but, good. But yeah, no, my uh, my t shirt. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, buy merch. You know, uh, the it's mug's still holding available. Up like a champ. Uh, also, Piotr, uh, I just got a message from the shipping department, if you will, of our store saying that unfortunately they could not get you the, the uh, pint glass from Europe. So, they're sending it from the US to him. So, it might take a little bit longer, but it's on its way. I've been, uh, adv- yeah. for whatever reason, they don't have a supply of them in Europe. So, they're coming from the US. But your coffee mug is on its way to you, my friend, if you haven't gotten it already. Yeah. So, Yeah, because five part
1: series, there. Come on,
0: so uh, super. Speaking of which, I think I'm going to get a supply of these, and we'll give them out as guest gifts. Absolutely, you're not a guest. We had to buy our own.
1: Okay,
0: he's a guest. Unless he starts becoming regular in the show, unless,
1: yeah, I was gonna say unless he shows up in two weeks, in which case, uh, bring your own damn coffee mug. You guys haven't approved my contract yet. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you twice what I'm getting paid for this.
0: <laughs> you do get free minis and paint.
1: Nice. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we, we, th- there will be a fight over some Spectre <laughs> and my dragon miniatures after the show. There's probably going to be a battle royale as well as, you know, a rating of the new uh, treasure trove of game mats.
0: Nice. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. All right. Yeah, those game mats sound interesting. Well, I think there's some that are, that are really geared towards uh, 40K. So, nice. Yeah. So, you know, all my 40K stuff sitting over there. Yeah.
1: Oh it's in boxes. I was gonna say it's neatly boxed and unopened, so it should be safe. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Mary. (laughs) I set aside the towel for you. What towel? Towel. I
0: told you I had towel. Oh, towel. Not towel. I, towel. I, I got really worried when he said towel. And I'm like, what towel are you talking about? Oh, Chris? not as no. happy towel. I hope. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> no. All
3: right. Keep, keep so, that to yourself. To uh, go along with uh, the end of Marty's uh, news and yeah. something to pull Chris into. Yeah. Um, one of the games that I've been looking at is what we were talking about uh, last time we were here. Uh-huh. Or after after the podcast we were talking about Middle Earth, and so I've been looking at that. Yeah, and I remembered while I was been looking at the rules and everything. Um, I have a old license for uh, Army Builder, so I looked all that up and I, I found it, downloaded it,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and uh, and and you were looking at it as well. And the Army
1: Builder list building software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> and but this license that he about- got like you know twelve years ago and hasn't used. Yeah but what
3: what i'm surprised with is how much modern wargaming games are in that army building. yeah, yeah. specter well i active. mean
0: they continuously updated it i i, I thought i read something though that they said the people who created it are no longer active and somebody else took it i i i could be mistaken I, on that i can't remember S- i did thought i saw Spectre something specter was it. updated on the thirtieth of well,
1: uh, I think they like the January. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, it's a community, uh, you know, open source kind nice. of thing. But uh, folks are interested. <laughs> I used in to it it use it when I played Bolt Action a lot. I mean, so there's it yeah, breaks. Bolt Action. It's it's all is that
3: armies or uh, Flames of War. Yeah. All right. What's the yeah. the ship one that we're gonna be playing? Oh, Victory
1: Good at Sea. sea. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Although nice. that that one's really old, so I don't know.
0: So, brother Chris, is there? Yes, so you, it, I know it, you it, were a big user of army it was until uh, 40k shut them down and said you can't yeah because 40k has their own list building software right well now, right? they gave too much detail so oh. people could get around buying codexes by the amount of detail uh. That's Awesome. Uh, those rascally rascals <laughs>
1: w- said, no, "No, no." So <laughs> I was gonna say, if you if you have that product, though, go see what they've got because uh, <clears throat> it's still there and something was recently <laughs> updated Was the tower recently I, updated. I, didn't, I I didn't look at it because I don't play forty K, you know. But I it's, well, I, it's on the list and it's one of the ones that's been fairly recently updated, like within the past
0: couple months. So I promised my brother that you know I. You know, life has gotten in the way, and unfortunately, you know, he's got kids that are still at home. No, no, fortunately,
3: he has kids.
0: (laughs) Well, what I'm saying—
3: Would you shut up for a bit?
0: (laughs) Shut up. Whatever. Silencio. Claire and Jake are okay. They keep them. What I'm saying is that life gets in the way, so we haven't had a chance to spend a lot of time together. And, you know, one of the things that my brother and I, besides me trying to kill him as a kid— Rappelling off the swing set, rock climbing— those are two of the most recent examples I can think of. Trying to kill my brother, set the house on fire, you know, things like that. Just <laughs> at one time. Well, then there's the other time. The shooting in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. you ever tell Dad that story? Uh, we did, but I think he was like seventy. Was just a <laughs> He's still alive. Yeah. Don't, don't. We're not talking like he's gone. But, yeah. I mean, but it's he, only seventy-three. it so yeah. was just recently, don't him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, when we were in high school, my dad was a cop cop, and in high school, we were left home alone a lot as kids because my parents both worked one or two jobs. So, uh, you know, we had a lot of independent time, unsupervised (laughs) time. So my dad and we were good at picking locks. Very good (laughs) at picking locks. (laughs) Yeah. is it wrong? So kids out there do not do what we're about to say. Yeah, we are all lucky that we're still alive. The Sit Rep podcast will not be held liable for (laughs) anything that is said during this program. And at no time (laughs) is this an example or an instructional manual on how to do these things. Our legal department will refuse all claims. So, no kidding. There we (laughs) were. (laughs) We have a lot of those. (laughs) So, my dad had a... Gun box. It was one of those cheap metal things you get from Walmart that you put your valuables in and it's got a really crappy lock on it. Yeah. So we took jeweler. Screwdrivers. And we put them in there. Right. And he had a little three eighty little semi drop, you know, crappy gun. And so no, you, brother- you were
1: saying it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like
0: 380. Why'd your dad uh <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, carry
1: on. <laughs> I did not say that, I'm not employing
0: that. Anyway. Ham Sandwich. So in our basement was finished. That's where our bedroom was, in my sister's bedroom, one of my two sisters. And we had a closet that went, you know, kind of like in this room, the closet there. If you opened it up, you know, we had shirts a daddy uniforms, his army uniforms and crap in there. Well, if you spread the uniforms apart, there's this beautiful white wall back there. Uh Uh-huh. So we... Perfect for mounting a target. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So we had our own indoor range. Very clear backstop. So... In all honesty, it it started... Innocently. innocently. It was like rubber... I don't know. Pellet gun. Yes. And so (laughs) that just wasn't doing it for us. It wasn't loud enough. Wasn't dangerous enough. Didn't make a big enough hole. Well, no, I mean the three A made a little tiny ass hole, right? You know, you know, a lot of them. So, yeah, but <laughs> the biggest, the funniest thing was I, want no I one. never heard about it when they moved their house where you now live because you, you bought Dad's house. Did he ever say anything to you why there was all these holes in the wall in the basement? Nope. <laughs> What I want to know is... Yeah, what, what got us on the topic once is I said, Hey, Dan, remember the closet in the basement and how there was occasionally little holes in the, in the louver door? And he's like, yeah, I always wondered how they got there. I'm like, well, let me tell you. So, What's that it, at the house
3: right now? No, what, no.
0: This is at the other... Yeah, old across, across, the, court, yeah. the one you walked in the middle of the snowstorm. Yeah. yeah. The so, only person my parents ever let spend the night. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Of your friends. So, of uh, my friends.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, what, what I want to know is...
1: Uh, okay, so you you're firing the gun, uh, you know, little three eighty. All right, kudos. Did dad, where are you getting the ammo from? Did Dad not notice his ammo supply going down? You know, um, I, I never thought about cause, that. Cause, <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. i no, like, way to go, Marty. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> My dad is totally oblivious. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I promise you, I might not have noticed the holes in the wall be like, where the hell did that box of ammo go? <laughs> yeah, you, well, you it remember was back then, ammo time. was cheap. Yeah, yeah it's
0: true. Yeah. And when we'd go down to Hillbilly Nation, we'd fire off a lot of ammo and Grandpa would just hand me more. <laughs> Yeah. Hillbilly Nation being Tennessee, by the way. They say that lovingly. They have family there. Well, we're, we're, our family's from Tennessee on my dad's side. So, you know, we spent our summers in Tennessee. Uh, we're just displaced hillbillies. We We'd true. rather be smoking a mason. <laughs> this is very line. true.
1: Oh, you only got to go to I-80 because, uh, teeth and shoes become <laughs> no, no, optional south no, no. of uh, there.
0: We don't want to be Illinois hillbillies. Okay. We, well, like to uh, be. we want to be the uh, real deal. <laughs> again, I concur on that one as well. So, which is funny because I tell, because um, I, I met somebody at work who's from Tennessee, you know, and they're from the eastern portion of Tennessee and they call themselves hillbillies that, you know, we start talking and. and Reality is we're not hillbillies. We're river people. You know, we're from the riverside of river Tennessee. Rats. Yep. River rats. You know, we spent times in the floodwaters, you know, fishing for stuff. And so right I got the in the this bottoms, big yeah. philosophical debate with this guy from eastern Tennessee about western Tennessee and who's better and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, he definitely let me know I'm not a hillbilly and to which I went. You're right. I have all my teeth. And yeah. <laughs> that was that. <laughs> it's like, whatever. Neither of them to wear shoes. so. Anyway. All right. Can we get back to wargaming now? Uh, y- y- Sure. Yeah. <laughs> why not? <laughs> no. I mean, all like right. Like a thing. So uh, in today's topic, we're talking about Waterloo to World War Three. So starting with Waterloo. Why are we talking about Waterloo, Marty? Because. Well, what, Warlords got all their right. shit out. <laughs> so I'm looking. everything. So I'm thinking about this and I'm like. There's a ton of rule sets out there for Napoleonics. I mean, a lot of different rule sets. I mean, if you think about it, Napoleonics probably has the most rule sets of any well, they've conflict. Been, there's or, been
1: Napoleonic wargaming since, since Napoleon, Napoleon <laughs>
0: because he actually, that's how they trained officers back then. Yeah. So. And it helps that he was the same height. Uh, yeah. The 28 millimeter. Yeah, yeah. Was he was one one scale and 28 millimeter. Um, so, <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking about it and going, all right, what are some other rule sets if you're not going to invest in the epics scale or sets? So, one of the rule Roblo- believe it or not, I have rule books for this genre. Surprise. Yeah. Shocker. Uh, this is second edition black powder with um, somebody's scratching there. Sounds like you. Yeah, probably. I think it's that Mike's cord there. Okay. Anyway, so I have a second edition, and I believe it is signed. Did it get signed? I thought it got signed. I, what? I can sign it for you later. It's fine. I have a Sharpie. Anybody got their cell phone near... Uh... Yeah, I think it was a cell phone interference. All right. Anyway, so anyways, I've got... It was supposed to be signed. I think. Oh, you know what? It's the supplement. There's a supplement for this. That's yeah. signed uh, by I think it's Rick Priestley. <gasps> Ooh. Anyway, Rick Priestley, if you don't know, he's the one that writes a lot of the big rule books. Nice. Yeah. Uh. So I got this in the uh, Epic Battles Civil War set. And it has the so this is an option because obviously it, there's Napoleonics in here, Civil War, American Revolution. Which set English, of rules is that again? This is Black Potter. Warlords Black Powder Rules. Gotcha. Was that in the uh Army it is. Builder? It is in the Army yep. Builder, yep. So now that's a good for 20 millimeter skirmish. I it's I don't think black powder in and of itself is good for mass battles, right? And you're talking Napoleonics, you want a battlefield you full scale. Right. Yeah. So what is the alternative? Believe it or not. Oh, I think it's your cord, actually. Yeah, it's your cord. Can you push that in? Hold, oh, man, we're getting like, I'm going to silence him up. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it clicked in. All right. Good. You can just leave it. I'll take those. Thank you, sir. All it's right. A, it's I'm, a beautiful little book. Yeah, though. I'm going to put your mic back on hot. All right, back on. This is for later. Uh-huh. So, at Adepticon, the last Adepticon they had, I invested, believe it or not, in Napoleonics because... It's micro scale. It's six millimeter. Right. Right. And this rule set is et, and my French is terrible, by the way. Sorry. Is et sans thought, which is this beautiful book by the war gaming company. Okay. And we'll go over in detail on this, but it breaks everything down, color codes it. It has um in here somewhere, or it might be in another book, it shows you how to paint the different uniforms and colors. Nice. And all that good stuff. So there's scenarios in here, but it's all color-coded. So it's color-coded. So the pages in here go to that rapid chart. Oh,
1: look at that. Yeah, yeah. it's got a nice quick reference guide right yeah. there. And it's a one-page quick reference well, guide? Well, both sides. Uh, yeah, but, but still. Yeah. It's it's not like... But uh, this
0: one's meant for mass battles at 6 mil. You could use 6, 10... You know, God forbid you can get down the three mil, um, you know, it's like, a um, but I have to believe it or not. I have two complete armies upstairs. Still in the box. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> say,
1: say it the right way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so okay, first. This, this is a nice book. Too. It's a very nice book. And I think there's actually a second edition coming out. So, um, Yeah. Let's see. Is this? So, if you're looking at options for Napoleonics, there is obviously many, many different rules depending. What I suggest you do is either look um, on the tube for video playthroughs or talk to somebody who's heavily into Napoleonics. Because they, they, somebody asked, um, I think on the Warlord Epic Napoleonic site, I think it's Epic Waterloo, is I think is the title of it. Yep. What other rule sets are out there? And um, the, I mean, the pages explode. Oh, I can use this rule set. You can use this rule set, right? So there are a gazillion different rule sets out there.
1: You know, and uh, maybe a good way to uh, be able to get into that, as well as a little bit of uh, play through an intro to those rules, is uh, check out your local clubs and game stores and
0: see what they're playing. Right. Exactly. So uh, at some point when we get through some of the other projects, we might, you know, dabble into some, you know, since Napoleonics is hot right now, might as well throw out some those armies. And I got the armies. I got a little bit of mini terrain and we have 3D printers. So right. we can print all the terrain we want. True so, that. Um, when I, and I have files. I have six millimeter files. So. And um, well, and even if it's not six millimeter, yeah, we know, can shrink it down. We it can, is a big deal, right? Yeah, we, we can, can scale just, stuff yeah, down. We can scale it down. So
1: because uh, you know, one of my side projects I am eventually going to pull the trigger on is uh, you know I'm a fan of Battle Space. Yep, Robert Salters, Table Salt Gaming, love you, love you show.
0: Um, <coughs> excuse me. Speaking of which, so uh, but have we heard? Yeah, I was finish your thought, and then we'll talk about phase two. He's got yeah. fleeting thoughts. So. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> he's got like, short term memory loss, <laughs> right? But what a project
1: I am going to I'm going to you know do as my own little side project is I'm going to make epic battle space. Uh huh. So my goal is to make uh make it like probably six mil dudes, nice tiny terrain. It'll come self contained in a box like the size of my laptop. Yeah. And so all the shit will be inside the box. You open up the box, you dump it out. You flip the box over and the terrain, uh, is the game mat. Nice. That's built into the outside. And then you put your little dudes up there and play your game. That's,
0: that's my idea. And I do have the files for the modern, I backed that modern 3d print, you know, I think Chris Long produces them as well. He has the commercial license. I just have an individual license. We can make six mil out of those guys. For uh 3D quarter Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I bet yeah. that Kickstarter. So I have all those files. Oh so, sweet. So we can make you some six mil dudes. Yeah. You know, so there you some go. Some little special
1: forces operators and then
0: uh you the, know a bunch a bunch the of the amazingness of resin printing. Yes. Yeah. So that's a good idea. So speaking of that. Have we heard any updates uh, on Modiphius? So the only update that I've heard from
1: Modiphius uh, doesn't have anything to do directly with his game. Uh, you know, moving up and the, they—they have a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't have anything to do with actual production, but uh, the new year, they are offloading a bunch of their stuff. Are they really? Yeah. So they're uh, no longer supporting uh, or, or producing of. Whole laundry list of games. Really? Uh, look, uh, are they getting rid of Fallout? You, if you go, no, that one I don't recall uh, that they're getting rid of. Uh, but if you go to Modiphius's uh, you know, webpage and look on, I think it's on their blog or news. Mm-hmm. Uh they they've been uh, kind of ramping down some stuff. So hopefully that means they'll be able to ramp up some stuff, and then we can see the Super Deluxe Edition of. Uh, Robert's Battlespace game come to fruition. Cause gotcha. I'm look at looking forward to seeing that.
0: Interesting. Because I mean, um, they do Star Trek RPG. Which? Yep. Do you remember back in the day we did Star Trek? Got <laughs> <laughs> the huge blueprints. Yeah. Enterprise. Yeah. And yeah. The D10
1: class Hulk or Klingon something or yeah.
0: There. Bird of prey. Bird of prey. Yeah. You. Yeah. 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 Um. I don't know if you can see it. I have Indiana Jones. RPG down here. Remember when we played that? Nice. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then I have James Bond down there. So. Bond. Bond. James Bond. Right. That's interesting. Okay. So we need to reach out to him and say, dude, what's what's the dealio? Yeah. You know? So, uh, well,
1: so I uh, I traded messages with Robert around Christmas uh-huh. and he's like, you know, Modifius be modificing. <laughs> when, I'll when they have to get reach to out it, to Chris. I'll so, reach out to Chris. So Modifius had uh, they put something out on Facebook? I don't remember what it was. Some generic yeah. sponsored ad, right? And every time I see one of those, I comment on, "Where's my battle space? <laughs> <laughs> I want my battle space." I, I actually Brilliant. know
0: the owner of Modifius, so maybe I can. But I mean, they twist his arm. They a have bit. a huge catalog. You know, cause they, actually I'll have Don reach out to him. He, they, he likes Don better. You know, they scoop up a lot of these, uh, smaller Doesn't games. Everybody? Yeah. So smart ass.
1: You know, they, yeah. They, they, they scoop up all these little games and, uh, yeah. you know, try to, uh, bring them to produ- full on production. Right.
0: So, so, um, when is Adepticon speaking? Because this, there, there's a tie in here. 20, 23rd through the 27th of March. Uh, March 23rd through 27th. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember that because the 23rd is my birthday.
0: Yeah, we'll be just getting back from Florida then. Yes, but I will be there. So I'm trying to decide if we're going to go cover like Saturday. We might. I'm trying to convince Dawn to do some of her old camera work presentation. Everybody loves Dawn. They know Dawn. She can get good interviews. We'll see. Hopefully I can convince her. She won't do the historical stuff, which is fine. <laughs> Whatevs. Whatevs. Anyway.
3: All right. Um, it's also a good place to get uh, games that you want to get into, like that mega set at a better price, right? No. Game show oh. prices? No. The
0: prices really aren't that much uh, better, to uh, be honest with you. Uh, I was going to say, hey, I don't you know. Have you, a know. Cap, you have a captive audience, so the prices really aren't that better. And you you might get a deal on Sunday. On yeah. Sunday, as they're packing up, you know, and they want to take less back with them, they might give you a little bit of a break. But typically, it's pretty standard. I'm
1: just, um, I'm just saying 2% off of $600.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still yeah. a good price. All right.
1: As well as, uh, you know, there's a lot of other vendors there. So yeah. you may have, you know, you pay you pay whatever you pay for your starter set. But then you're like, hey, I I want a battle mat. I want, mm-hmm. uh you know, I want some little terrain, whatever. You yeah. know, I mean, there's all sorts of dudes uh, over there at the uh exhibitors hall. All
0: right, let's transition out of Waterloo. So there are many options for Waterloo. Um we will go through this rule book at some point and play some games on it. Um I don't know, we can might even be able to use this table, you know, for six mil. Or we can use that if you really want to get a feel for. Yeah. But it'll take us like forever in a (laughs) day Here we come (laughs) because <laughs> remember they did all that line up and shoot at each other crap well they didn't have rifled barrels right so they were smooth bores yeah so and, and your, your chances and, of getting hit were very slight actually and, and they're all muzzle loaders yeah. so you know It took a while to
1: get things done. You know, it's not, it's not like, uh, you know, he's got a 240 Bravo and he's mowing dudes down. (laughs) Right.
0: So, okay. Okay. So we move out of Waterloo. Uh, You know, we already had the epic civil war. So we'll definitely get those on the table at some point. Uh, Moving up. We're now into the 1870s, 1880s. Rourke's Drift. 1879, January 22nd, 1879. So we'll be playing turn seven through 12 today. Oh, by the way. If you um, make it that far. If we make it that far. Uh, speaking of which, part one has been compiled. It's up. It's ready to go. And um, yeah.
1: I noticed yeah. when I relinquished command, the whole
0: battle fell apart. No. <laughs> the battle did not fall apart. The Zulus uh, had, had, had had some really good turns. I'm guessing after the first wave <laughs> of Zulus were repulsed and they had time to go to close order, the British didn't go to close order. No. So what? So without giving away the video, I didn't give them time. Uh, what happened is we actually repulsed an entire MP that was yeah. coming up. And because the rules now allowed after a certain turn was it after turn three, they could come on anywhere on the board. Sure. So, so I they did. came on the short side <laughs> and just loaded on us. And the the guys, the uh, Lieutenant Andorff's, uh platoon fought violently. to yes. a death. To, literally to the death. Yeah. Any of them? Yes. All, um, all of them. Except, except one. one. So, including
1: himself. Yes. But you know, as you can yes. see, yes. he so he got all those dudes in the redoubt. They're close ordered, and <sighs> that's a that's a long. So redoubt. I have
0: uh, Lieutenant Shard in the redoubt. I have uh, Color Sergeant Bourne who's coming around to who will come into a lineup. Color Sergeant Born. Right. And then Hookie is defending the other side. Okay. We'll make a soldier of you yet. (laughs) And Sergeant (laughs) Windridge is kind of in the middle of the compound, depending on what happens now, because we now observed Zulu Impy that was attacking across the corral is making a a wheel motion, right? They're coming around the, the other side. So they should be able to adjust. You still have Lieutenant Bromhead holding off that one wall. And they keep pushing and any volley fires and so far, so good. Yep. The, the reality of it is, is that the numbers are on the Zulu side. We're not going to hold the compound, the entire compound. We yeah. just have to survive till daylight when the reinforcements arrive. So Yeah, I was going to say, because the victory conditions are, you know, uh, one you, guy. You, you, yeah, you have to get tabled. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. You have to be, there has to be one unit not pinned by the end of turn 12. So, um as long as the Zulus you know as long as the Brits can hold out, then we win i mean real- realistically, them dudes in the readout <laughs> they they are super tough, yeah, so so, so we know I that eventually 360 degrees yeah so we know that we're going to end up collapsing the compound and holding you know pretty much mm-hmm. the redout historically accurate historically that's what and in, thought, in the last couple of games i've played that's it happens every time that way there's just too much territory too much Land for a small British force to hold when you have that many Zulus that keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. So you know you collapse down and you just got to hold out till the reinforcements come. So, but we'll see if we make it to turn twelve or if the the Zulus will overwhelm and we'll go from there. All right, so we got through eighteen hundreds, World War One. What do we say about World War One? I? I don't play World War One. That and as somebody eloquently put the other day, trench warfare is boring. <laughs>
1: It's going to say, you know, the the nature, the nature of the battles. I mean, yeah, it's not.
0: Yeah. I mean, they make beautiful tables if you do a really nice, you know, not just a mat down with some terrain, but if you do an actual trench warfare table, I've seen yeah. a couple. They're gorgeous. Yeah, like but uh, You have your Brits or Americans and the Germans yeah. you go to you no know, man's land. You push back, you know, and eventually you hope that somebody gets into the other trench. But it's a lot of just ping, 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 ping. you know? Yeah. 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 And well, unless you use mustard gas, you know, and then. Yeah. You know, Other the than old, the trenches, the rest of you. the table is just, you know, desolation. Yeah. yeah. It's no man's land. So my, my type it, of it makes a beautiful game. diorama more than a game. Um, Jim would probably say, hopefully Jim will be back in the next show, if not that one, uh, the one after that. But I think we're doing fine by ourselves. So far, we haven't had nope. a seizure of anybody. So. Yeah. You know, historical seizures. Uh, day's not over yet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so you'd probably say on, on a, um, what would you say, battalion, brigade, division level, you know, the high level games. Those, you know, so like an Avalon Hill game. Yeah, I was you know? going to say that that
1: is definitely something you want to play yeah. where you are the general of the armies yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, uh, Because, you know, when you get down into the smaller uh smaller battles and you know smaller units yeah like you said you know oh great i moved my dude four inches to the left in a trench yep you know, <laughs> super exciting isn't it yeah you know so it it can be a little
0: challenging for that
1: although there's some uh there's some good rule
0: systems out there if you want to play it you yeah know, by all means yeah so um another thing um so moving out of well, I mean you could do some naval warfare in World War One, you know, the U-boats versus, you know Ariel would be good. Aerial. You know what? There is what is that yeah. game we saw where they actually have the big biplanes on the stands, you know, and yeah, uh, I'm I, trying I, to remember, I remember now. Yeah. I, I, Wings of Something or something. I, I Wings don't remember of Glory? Yeah, it might be it. But there is yeah, there is that. Mm-hmm. So um I'd have Snoopy. I would totally yeah. have Snoopy. Can you, can you can you do blood red skies with World War One? Yeah, I think you can actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. moving into World War Two, obviously everybody's go-to game um, would be Bolt Action or Combat. Um, oh, what is it? Um, bolt Action is the big, or Flames of War. Yeah. Um, and then there's what's the other one? Fat two fat lardies. Um, I keep, is it keep wanting to say chain Combat of command? Chain of Command. Thank you. Yeah. I have those rules set. we should play. it. It's actually a really good game. Believe uh, me, I have that rule set. And then there's also uh,
1: Memoir 44 seems to be very popular. It's a little it's, lighter it's, game.
0: It's a board game, lighter game. It's a good way to get people in that you don't know. play it. But, I mean, if you're looking miniatures based, Bolt Action's good. Yeah. You play Bolt Action. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I equate Bolt Action to the bol- Bolt Action is the equivalent of Warhammer 40K for historical people. In, yep. in a sense. I mean, it's not a one-to-one comparison, but that's how I compare it. Um, you know, it's a skirmish-based game. Um, you know, you roll a lot of dice. You know, you have a very basic factor, and then you add all your modifiers, you know. And a rifle's a rifle. It's not an M1 versus, you know, um, it's a German rifle. Does it Mauser? Like Mauser? Yeah. So, you know, it, you have rifles, you have pistols. So... You know, one of the biggest arguments we've always, and we've, if you've been following along for a long time on this podcast, one of the biggest arguments I have against bolt action is a rifle can only shoot, what, 12, 16 inches at the max, is max range.
1: Something like that. So
0: literally, like when you play, um, when you're taking the bridge in D-Day, the Pegasus, you can't shoot across the bridge. (laughs) Yeah, you can't shoot across the entire bridge. You can't shoot from one side to the other. So, you know, because they say your range is only this. So, yeah. yeah, but, but both is a very popular game and a lot of people love it and there's nothing wrong with it. I actually enjoy it. It's, it's fun. Um, it's not the most historically accurate game, but you know what? Sometimes you just want to have fun, right? I was going to say that. Yeah. That's
1: why it's called a game, not a uh, simulation yeah. or, uh, you know, a yeah.
0: recreation. Yeah. It's not a historical history. simulation. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got several both action things over there. I got painted guys up. I actually have painted assembled guys upstairs. We actually have played bolt action, so um, yep. So you know, um,
3: what about uh, Ultra Combat Modern?
0: Uh, Ultra uh, Combat Ultra uh, Normandy. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have that rule book here somewhere. We've got that. Same here. Yeah, we've we've we haven't had a chance to actually play it. We, we played haven't? the modern version, not yeah. the Nor- the World War II version. Right. Yeah. So that's a good one. That's from our friends over at Dish Dash Games. Yep. Um. So there's just a a ton of World War II. I mean, outside of Napoleonic, World War II is probably your next biggest one. You know, as far as offerings for and sure, options for sure. and models and things oh, like that.
3: You should. All the different theaters.
0: Yeah. So, you know, Jim's big in the Pacific, which yeah. is, you know. Well, Jim's also big in. He's uh, a Marine. You know, you, you got to go where you where you know, oh, right? He does a lot of Stalingrad. He loves his Russians. He's a, I think uh, he's a secret commie. Yeah, well, he, well look he, at his last name. I he just,
3: likes his uh, saying Johnson. He, he likes to play. Oh, the, no, I'm talking uh, Ariskiny. Yeah,
2: Ariskiny is the name the battle battle of, of the battlefield in American Revolution in New York. York. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, okay, but uh, yeah, Jim, you, <laughs> yeah, but Jim does like to play. Oh, I'll I'll be the Germans. I'll be the Russians. Sure, yeah. I'll be the North Koreans. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> and
0: I'll tell you what, he stomped my ass in, as North Koreans. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he stomped a mud hole in your ass. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I didn't understand how those you, tanks worked. I, I was going to say, but yeah, you... you, you know, uh, Because yeah. I didn't know, you know, the effectiveness of those uh, non-linear munitions where I could just launch them yeah. and, and pepper an area. You know, for whatever, it, it was challenging putting armor through a mountain. Right, through valleys and, you know, in sure. North Korea, South Korea, and DMZ. So, uh, what rule set was? Oh, that was uh, Battle Carrier uh, Sable, right? Yes. Yes, that's Battle our own rule set. Yeah. That's actually a Sit Rep podcast rule set. That's right. So, Jim made for that, the— sit-rep. I was going to say, and that and that's why Jim won, because he was using his rule set. No, to be so fair, was... I have won—I think our record is I still am up on wins. Yeah, but um,
1: I'm, I'm saying he, he kind of has home
0: field advantage there because— yeah, he knew he is rules.
1: intimately familiar with the rules. I mean, in that
0: territory and those rules, I think he did actually have the advantage, which is fine. You know, you can't always have the advantage. So, um. Well, that's the other thing about warfare. You know, people, you know, uh, we've
1: had and we've talked about this in the uh, past on it as far as, you know, uh, games need to uh, they need to be fair and they need yeah. to be balanced. If you're fighting a fair and balanced war, your side sucks. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Exactly. Why would I uh, fight you one on one? When I can bring a platoon of dudes over and we can all just smoke
0: you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Usually it. the guy with the bigger guns wins. Yeah. Shocking off. Yeah. Yeah. So um all right. So moving out, you got Korea. You have Bolt Action Korea. Um, I think is the most prominent rule set out there. It unfortunately I don't think it's got the traction because I think Warlord's clearing out their Korea stuff. I, I, I
1: was gonna say you, you don't really see
0: no the and, bolt action. And I did not invest in it. I only bought one set, Chris. You're gonna appreciate this. I bought one set for Bolt Action Korea, the mash. I set. was gonna say
1: mash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice.
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Totally saw that one coming.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it has Hulahan and Hawkeye and BJ nice. and Girl nice. Potter. It has Klinger, you know. So. He's a Disney it, princess. D- I, was, I was gonna <laughs> say, yeah. Does it, d- does it have clinger and a dress? Though? Yes, the I believe purpose. it does. So um, as well, it should. I painted up Hawkeye, and he looks really good, actually. Um, you know, he's wearing his bathrobe with his silly cowboy hat right. and his martini glass. So again, as he should. But yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I do, however, have an RPG based on Korea called. We ready for this? Mashed. It's literally. Um, is it here? It might be in the other bookcase. I think it's in the other. It's in the bookcase. It's right outside. It's over by there. But it is. It's literally called Mashed, and um, you know, you play characters in a mash unit in during Korea. It's an RPG. It's really. I haven't had a chance to play it because I don't have people. We should play it. We should get Dawn and, you Can know, I be Hand? again. Yeah. <laughs> you will all refer to me as Major or Hot Lips. <laughs> so, um, so you know, unfortunately, Korea hasn't gotten the big push like it is. Then we get to Vietnam. Boys, Vietnam exploding. Thanks to? Yeah. Well, uh, there's <laughs> thanks to
1: all of them because there's yeah. a whole bunch of dudes, but the, like Rubicon models. Yeah. That,
0: that and, stuff yeah. is nice. It is really nice. I'm going to have to get some of those because my only thing is that they're multi part plastic, which which is nice for customization. But man, assembling all, it's, it's one of those things you have to have a party, you know, where guys sit down and, Build them and, together and, and, and yeah, it's kind of a labor of love. Yeah. Uh but man, they get some sweet. And the models. Hueys look good. The <laughs> Hueys look really good. Uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and which then you models. Get, huh? Which models? Uh they have B models. They've got three of them. Don't I they? think they have B models. I think that you can which you can make to a hog. Um and I don't remember what the other if what the other models are, but and I think that are they coming out with a Cobra too? Uh, do,
1: do, uh, I'd have to look. I but think but it's. I think it just came out. Yeah, I think it's already available. I've yeah, seen pictures of it. But uh, uh, yeah, I've seen some really impressive Vietnam tables. You know, so. and then uh, uh, our friend Paul with uh, Wild Buildings uh, Kickstarter mm-hmm. did a really nice Vietnam set yeah. for you guys that uh, are able to three uh, D print. That could that dude is off the chain prolific with the amount of yeah. stuff that he just pumps out on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, and it's across a bunch of different eras and genres.
0: I do have the 3D print files for Vietnam terrain. So mm-hmm. I think I have the Saigon stuff so you can print the, you know, the embassy. So right. like like fall of Saigon and stuff. That's right. I just haven't had a printer big enough to print right. them. Surprise. Now we do. Yeah. Um, Shocker. You know, actually I was thought about doing, you know, if we're going to do, Bigger battles in like ten millimeter or smaller, so we can use micro scale. But split the we can do ten mil fifteen, you know. So okay. I don't know, but you got Bohica rule set coming out, right? 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 What you laughing at? Bohica. <laughs> Bohika. <laughs> so
1: so so all what that so, means. So so funny side story. Uh, when I was in the in the. Uh, Army was in Bravo Battery, Two Eleven Field Artillery, part of the Twenty uh, Fifth Infantry Division. Tropic, Tropic Lightning. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, 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 yeah, we were. Yeah, we were the, we were the thunder of that lightning, <laughs> and uh, uh, being in Bravo Battery, we named all our guns, and they all started with the B. Uh huh. So. We named our gun Bohica. <laughs> the Battalion XO is down there on a Monday when we're in the motor pool doing our PMCS. And he's like, "Bohica, huh? And I'm like, yes, sir. And he's like, what's that mean? I'm like, oh, it's a Hawaiian word that means awesome or powerful. <laughs> he totally drank the Kool-Aid on it. <laughs> Three hours later, the Sergeant Major comes down there. And I mean, not even high, not progress, not any. Ed- just grabs me by the collar. Get that shit off <laughs> Damn it, man.
0: Oh. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Bluebell. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, the bell. <laughs> That's what it was. Uh, so, Vietnam is really hot right now. So, then moving on to Vietnam, then of course, you got Arab Israeli wars, which is another big. Yep. One of Jim. Yeah. I have Line in the Sand up there uh, from TSR of game companies. Right. Um, and then you move into the 70s, which was. Well, if you want to do like uh, Africa, Rhodesia. Yeah. Know, that that, type that's of your stuff. mercenary. Remember dad's um, Soldier of yeah. Fortune magazines? Right. He had, he had a subscription Soldier. Why my dad had a thing to Soldier of Fortune, I don't because know. Because
1: he probably knew some of the people in the articles from the, his time in the army. It's possible or he was
0: just looking for an escape. About That's that, what I wish they
1: <laughs> well. If you were my kids, kids. I would
0: as well.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> eh, I been uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, let's
1: just do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know what we're talking
0: about. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, after the 70s, we get in the 80s, and then you know, 1979 into 80, we had Operation. Is it Eagle Claw? Yeah, whatever it was. The failed, the failed mission to rescue the
1: hostages in Iran. Which is what spawned uh, both uh, Special Operations Aviation as well as uh, Delta Force. Yep. And
0: then 83 yes. happens. Yeah, yeah. the uh, uh, Caribbean War Games. Right. We won first place. Exactly. Grenada. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then what really ramps up in the 80s... Um, Couple of people joined the army in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you join in the eighties or nineties? I went in in ninety. So you know, we're in the heights of the Cold War. Right, I mean, yep. I remember being in basic, and we had a class dedicated to identification of Soviet armor the, remember and the, aircraft. Remember
1: the old decks of cards with oh, them? Yeah, yeah. Those, those were awesome. Friend or foe, and <laughs> yeah, then yeah. you had the aircraft set, and then you had <laughs> the vehicle set. Yep.
0: Yep. I actually gave my sets God, to I uh, was, John in Ireland. I was so bad, at so he <laughs> saw oh, John was. has. I gave him my set of armor identification cards. There you go. I thought um, I you'd I appreciate that. I,
1: I was artillery at the time, so I'm like, you got to give me some coordinates. I don't care what's there. You, 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 you tell me what we're shooting and where we're shooting it at, and right. if I I'll can, deliver it. If, if I can see the silhouette, this big gun's doing me no good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. but yeah, I remember those, you know, days of the bad commies are going to yeah. come through Germany and uh, all right. you know, through the
1: Fulda Gap yeah. and the reforger exercises back then. Who
0: and, knew it wasn't going to be the Fulda Gap, but it was going to be a former soviet country right uh which we're going to talk about here very shortly um so you know we went through the cold war and then 89 happens 88 to 89 so yeah urgent fury right yeah was was that no urgent fury was grenada
1: uh urgent fury was uh somalia somalia no take that back gothic serpent was somalia yeah urgent yeah urgent fury is grenada Sure. Yes. We'll go with that. Yeah. For the win. So anyways, Final we answer. had a
0: rock concert for Noriega in Panama. Yes. Uh, we played some DC and, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. I even think they played Waylon Jennings at one point. So, you know, anything to annoy the hell out of him.
1: Well, what annoyed the hell out of me was, is it turns out, uh you know, we're really bad at using our force. You know, we used our forces we in were, a very wrong way. We were super excited to be able to play with our toys, right? <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, they've got the Rangers jumping in. But are they landing at the airport? Nope.
0: Who's taking the poor airport? They've got
1: seals going over there. You know, that's not their job. And they're jet. running across the open that's, runways. Yeah. You know, And no no bus on the seals. What I'm saying is that's not their job or their no. mission set. Yeah, that's you what add, you have Rangers for. Yeah. And you've got a battalion of them. You know, coming in, That that's your job. You do those things. Yeah. You take airfields, right? Yeah. Why don't you have the guys that train to do this for a living go do it and then have the, the sneaky, creepy dudes that, uh, you know, go kidnap people and shoot people in the face for a living go do that. Right. And then, of course, you know, it was dark. We couldn't really see what was going on. We might have shot at <laughs> some of our own guys. Although, you know, I question why you would shoot at a paratrooper because I'm pretty sure Panama— didn't do a combat jump to propel us, so... Right. I'm thinking if it's falling out of the sky, it's one of ours.
0: Exactly. That, that, you know, again, I'm not good yeah. with the
1: friend or foe thing, but they don't have any airborne jumping in on us.
0: Because, I mean, it's really a... Oh, Vorpal Bright's in the house. Hey, Vorpal bite. how are you? What up? Um, so, which annoys me, to your point, is what did we do with the Rangers in Grenada? They jumped yeah. in and took the airport. That, I mean, that's their gig. That's what they're right? supposed to do. And it yeah. worked. It was effective. Yeah. So, you know, I honestly think some admiral somewhere really wanted his SEALs to do their thing, you know, and say, oh, we can handle this, you know, because you had the 82nd jumping in or landing on the north side. You had the Rangers coming around here and you had the SEALs coming in through the canal and taking the airport. Right. Instead of the Rangers jumping into the airport. The 82nd, holding the line, and then the SEALs should have gone in with Delta and taken Noriega out. We would have been done by midnight at yeah, whatever mean, we, time, right? Yeah,
1: we could have all had breakfast together. Yeah. I mean, what
0: the hell? So, anyway, so we move out of uh, Panama, we get into the 90s, and then the world goes so, insane. Back up a little bit yes, for uh,
3: the, the war games we had in uh, uh, Libya. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, 83. Do we really call those war games? was it more It was more like Missile Command. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know what? <sighs> Say what you will about whatever whoever's in office these days. I watched a video of Reagan's speech about Libya. Holy shit. That man could give a speech. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. What, what it, regardless of what your opinion is of, um, he Reagan, could, he could
1: trash talk, uh, Commies and dictators. Oh, yeah, was so good. Yeah. I
0: mean, if that man could not make anybody in this United States feel patriotic, there is something definitely wrong with you. Because, man, that guy could speech. Yep. I mean, his acting skills. He was not a good actor. Let's be honest. I've watched his movies. They're not that good. But he could give speeches. So He was a better actor when he was in office. I loved him being yep. in office because Ronnie the Ray Army Dunn. got whatever they wanted. That man spent money he, in the military like, it. you know.
1: Well, you know, we'd just gone through, uh, you know, a huge drawdown Mm -hmm. after Vietnam. So there was a, you know, a desperate need. A a decade of, uh, you know, just
0: decay in our military at the time. And he he recognized that and said, nope, that's not how we're going to roll. I had, you probably did. We had steel pots in basic training. Mm -hmm. I had an M16, not an A1, not an an M16, Vietnam era in basic training. Mm -hmm. So did I. I didn't get my A1 until I got to the 82nd. And then I got my K pot. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, I actually got a K pot and jump skull, but, you know, through all through basic, it was a steel pot, you know, mm-hmm. everything I had in basic uh, was pretty much Vietnam era. Oh, crap. yeah. Correct. I,
1: I was fortunate enough that uh, I actually uh, got a K pot in basic training. Did you? But I, but I had a, had an M16, you know, mm-hmm. I remember when, you know, you do the little obstacle course where it's the two of you going up doing buddy fire. Uh-huh. Oh, pfft. There's a reason why they gave you like nine mags to do that, because full <laughs> auto, every time you stopped, you just mag dumped it into the burr. <laughs> Conserve your ammo, private. Why'd you give me ammo? I ain't conserving nothing.
0: That was so, uh, much fun. so yeah, we had that. Um, <sighs> you know, and, and you really can't war game that one in Mentor space. But, man, can you do it in DCS? F14's taking on the Libyan MIGs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. In VR. It's freaking awesome.
1: Yeah. It's one of the victory conditions that you have to drop a bomb on
0: uh, uh, Gaddafi swimming pool. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> but um, all right. So moving in the 90s, we had a little dust up in the desert. That's right. The, our first uh, desert storm yeah. there. Our first uh, invasion of Iraq. And then 93. Uh, um, October of 93. We had uh, very dark days. One that really pissed me off. And I, I actually have a personal connection because some of my instructors at um, Eustace for Blackhawk School were actually there. Uh, there was one guy who was with the 10th. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and then one was with uh, the 160th. And uh, so, you know, they told us how it really was. So, um, so for those of you that uh, are, are
1: wondering what we're referring to, uh, you know, generally we're preaching to the choir, so folks yeah. keep up pretty good. But what, what we're talking about is uh, Mogadishu, yeah. you know, uh, the whole uh, Black Hawk Down uh, incident there, where they went to go after deed and turns out they had a little bit of problem that day, yeah. And then uh,
0: uh, it just got crazy after that, yeah. So that we've actually played. Um, yep. I've done that um, in Days of Heroes, which is a um, board game, work counter game. Um, and I think Jim and I have played it as well online. I think we did. Did we do sit rep skirmish in that as well? I want to say. Um, but moving out of there, then we get into, you know, our next turns in the desert, you know, and yeah. then nine eleven and everything that happened afterwards. And then. Um, you know, just for sake of time, um, we get to our current day. Yep. Are we back at, are we back at the possibility of world war three?
1: Yeah, well, you know, mm. the the guys in the Ukraine might be thinking that although, <laughs> although, Hey, to, to give it up to the Ukrainians, you know, uh, you know, people are like, Oh, they're a bunch of untrained ragtag dudes. Uh, they did repel Russia once in 2014 yeah. already, but there's a lot of Russian separatists inside that uh, inside their borders. Yeah, you know, true. and that's a whole crazy situation that we could
0: just spend shows talking about. So yeah. we won't get too and, deep. But they're fighting. They're fighting hard. But and, I mean, they've been fighting since 2014, you know, in, in the contested frontier, if you will. Yep. Um. You know, you have a Ukrainian and you have Russian back separatists who are trying to just but anyways so leads us to modern combat or 80s to modern um many different rule sets ultra combat modern which yep. we actually battled in the Ukraine yep yep right yeah it was a essentially it was a 2014 scenario
1: yeah where's where was, uh you know a, a Russian uh Scout squad versus a uh
0: an American
1: uh infantry
0: squad yeah. so um also Vorpal bite said you know Twilight 2000 or 2022. Mm-hmm. Which I still haven't gotten my set from Kickstarter, and I found out why. Because that Kickstarter's so old, they have my old address. I've been living in this house for four years. But, yeah, I was going to say, dude. And (laughs) and they have my address from the previous house. So Uh, um, I have to reach out to Sweden again and have them resend it. So, anyways, um, do do you remember Twilight 2000? It was the RPG game, post-apocalyptic. We played it very small, you know, very lightly. Yeah, Yeah, it was (laughs) post-apocalyptic. A pop, blood, I, blood, blood. I cannot say that damn word.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, set in two thousand, so <laughs> right, it <came> uh, from, <laughs> so you would remember it from when you were six. I was like, uh, no, we were we in, in the eighties, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: but uh, you know it, yeah, literally, <laughs> that yeah, that would have been a high school well, game well, for yeah, us. Yeah, we, right. yeah, yeah. So I mean, we played a lot of RPGs yeah. and games back in the eighties. You know, you were always grounded. Well, I was gonna say you weren't allowed to go anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Downstairs shooting guns in the basement. So, um, one of the games, I mean, Ultra, Ultra Combat Modern for, um, we've played that and we did a Ukraine table and I thought that was a really good game. Yeah. Um, and we had Dan the man, uh, yep. did you know Dan's no longer associated with Polar Vortex? And our last podcast, right. he had comment, I didn't see the comment, but when we were talking about Polar Vortex, yeah, uh, he said he's no longer associated with it. Oh,
1: that's a shame. That. I yeah. I was not able to, uh, to attend this year. I had yeah. to work, but, uh, you know, Polar Vortex was uh, a couple of weeks ago in there, so... <laughs>
0: So it brings us to uh, our friend Piers and everybody, uh, Plastic Soldier Company, and this game right here Battle Group North Hag. So, if you're familiar with Battle Group, which is another good World War II set, it's probably Jim's favorite set. Right. Uh, We now have North Hag, which we'll play. I have, believe it or not, I have two starter armies. Somewhat assembled. Somewhat assembled. You've even started putting them together? Yeah. Uh, it's a good game. We will build a table and play it. We've got to play North Ag. I mean, it, it is definitely. By the time we play it, Centag's going to be out. Uh, most recent update says Centag uh, is almost there. That's why I say. <laughs> <laughs> By the time we play it, Centag <laughs> will be out. So, guys, um, you guys got to let us know what's your preferred uh, rule set for each of the genres we talked about from Waterloo to World War III. Um, there's both action moderns i think there's both action yeah. vietnam um uh chain of command has a modern set out now is my understanding or they're working on it because uh the charge blog keeps posting things about it
1: yeah and uh do they have a different game that's modern trying to remember what the,
0: uh they were going they two were building they were they working on it cuz I saw it at uh, Salute years ago uh Salute's the game show in the UK in I'm not sure typically if they ever April finished it now that I'm thinking about they it they never did they never did yeah. cuz they demoed it at Salute and we we covered it um but it never came out you know things other things happened but um uh Two Fat Lardies also has sharps rifles yep. um so you know they do have a, a Napoleonic I mean there's Flight again modern, so many or, yeah. so many uh, rule sets out there do so um you have
3: uh, you were supposed to you two were supposed to play a game um northern america uh during wintertime
0: oh that's savage frontier uh, savage yeah. frontier yeah, yeah so, we just got our Kickstarter so yeah
1: so uh uh tim uh was in, unable to uh get the rule set where he wanted them to, so uh he uh has not published uh the rules for savage frontier itself instead uh. We got the other ones, which I haven't received the rule sets yet. Those are being shipped out uh, yeah. as we speak. Hold on, let's see if
0: I can remember. Oh, he's looking that up. Was yeah. that Rogers Rangers and all that yep Yeah. Frame? yeah. Um, so you have, I think, French Canadians and then Americans and then, uh, you know, Native Americans, American Indians, whatever the proper yep. terminology is these days. Disease um, personnel. Yeah, whatever. So. Um, yeah, that's a whole nother thing we could talk about for hours. We should have a separate podcast in politically correct. No. No. <laughs>
1: I'm a hard pass. I mean I'm a, I, I think that goes uh, uh without saying just just by listening to us, but you know once I put it out there, you, we're never getting that nah, back. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like a
0: bullet. Once it leaves the barrel, it's not coming back. You so. can't unring that bell. No, you sure yeah. can't. Unfortunately, so. you know it's a sad time, and you can't really talk about things without fear of whatever. Anyways. Reeling back into wargaming. So, two quick uh, review bites, if you will. Uh, the first thing is, we're going to be doing a review of these paints here. Um, I don't know if you can see them. Marty, can you hold those up to the camera? Uh, I can, or whoever. <laughs> uh, those are the Army Painter uh, War Paints Air. So um, we'll do a review of those, and it looks good, um, in a future uh, review video. I have have heard really good things, so. So I've used them. um, I'll let you know my thoughts. after. What I'm going to do to be fair is I'm going to order the exact same color in the Vallejo uh, game ear paints, um, and we will do a side-by-side comparison. I'm not going to order the Citadel ones because I won't use them. I don't use a lot of Citadel. Contrast paints I use. Right. I like the contrast paints. But Army Painter now has their Speed version paints. of. It. They, they will yeah. be coming out. They're yeah. not out so, yet. So that'll be one so. review. And to my friends over at White Dragon Miniatures, we received your box. Yes. It's a pretty white box. It came in a bigger white box. Oh, okay. But within this are, I'm like looking at it. There's two different scales of Wait, miniatures. What? what? There's 20 and 28. So. For reals? For reals. So we've got, here, I'll pass him around. Uh, You've got Afghani guy on a cell phone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You've got Soviet guys. Uh, You've got, looks like a British guy in 20 mil. Another British guy in 28 mil. I've got a Soviet Grenadier looking dude in 28 mil. And I have a, I thought this was an American, but it's actually a British guy, or it could be Israeli. Because they have, a. there's Israelis in here. Um, I think that's an Israeli.
1: I'm confused by this, this little Russian dude. I mean, he, he's are your loader. He, lo- he looks great, but I'm like, if he doesn't have an RPG guy next to him.
0: He's right. Gonna, well, he's these gonna... are samples of their new minis. These are some of their new lights. This they, is an Israeli Defense yeah. Force in 28 mil. And here's another one. They're really nice. Oh, look at that. Yeah, this little Brit dude Amazing. is really nice. Here, Marty, I'm going to give you that. So you can... Yeah. So we'll do a, a, a nice review video of those mentors. Those are from White Dragon. Uh, White Dragon makes really nice mentors because we are. have a lot of their Afghani stuff. Yeah. These are very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So uh, these are some of their newer line, I believe. And um, we'll do a, a good right. video review on those. So, yeah. Paint some of these dudes up. Base eh, Yep. But yeah, the...
1: Uh, what a nice, good, clean detail in there. So just catching up.
0: Uh, Vorpal Byte says he uses Ambush uh, rule set from Victory Games from 1983 um, and uh, plays in 54-millimeter scale. Yeah, he likes those giant I ones. Mean, I mean, Jesus, he, where do you— how, Vorpal how do you, Byte is playing with action figures. G.I. Joe 12-inchers? You know, I always thought about doing G.I. Joe war games. Wouldn't that be cool? I have a, you know, believe it or not, I have a a very nice collection of G.I. Joe's upstairs. I was going to say, we're all shocked to hear that. But, yeah, there's a. Look, we didn't have a lot as kids. So now that I have some cash, I get all the stuff I didn't get as a kid. And, I, you know, we lost all our G.I. Joe stuff years ago. We had a lot of nice G.I. Joe stuff back in the day. Did you show the camera? So. I don't know if the camera will pick up that small, but oh, you he could probably go. show a twenty-eighth figure. He, uh, he, could, he could stand up. Yeah. That's well. Just one. To... I'll see if it, how it looks. Yeah, it's kind of blurry. Yeah. Pull back. Yeah, it's kind of blurry because we're in fixed focus. So yeah. all right, guys. Um no, not Cobra like in three and a quarter um G.I. Joe's from the eighties. We're talking Adventure Team G.I. Joe's from the 60s and 70s. That's right.
1: With Kung Fu Grip.
0: Right. Yeah. Kung Fu Grip.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I do have several of those G.I. Joe's from your former person. Sorry about the comment. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know she was friends with you on Facebook. So, um, anyway. Guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap the show because we've got a battle to fight. Hey, Chris Long finally joins us as we wrap up the show.
1: Hey, Chris, you know, if you call in, you could talk with us too. Right? Just say it, buddy.
0: Yeah. So, guys, um, this is a kind of our new format uh, as we get into season seven. Do you believe it's seven already?
1: Well, it's not seven years. So, I mean, that no. kind of throws you off when you say season seven, because I'm like,
0: It's actually, we started this in 20, Chris Long was one of the original founders with me. Yeah. Was it 2018? I think it was 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Beginning of 2018. July of 2018. So we're in, what's this, four years. So yeah, we used to do seasons, like a a season was like half a year. And then we transitioned, like last year was a full year. Season six was the whole year. So from now on, each season will be the entire calendar year. Um, but we're regardless. We're we're round. It's season That's seven. Right. We've been trying a lot of things. You know, we had um, Patreon for a while, and I did. You know, some people ask, "Well, why don't you pay?" And I'm like, I just felt funny about taking people's money. Um, but as we, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just send me minis and paint. I'll be right. fine.
1: <laughs> so send me minis painted. <laughs> there we go. Yeah.
0: I, I'm really oh, good. look, both Chris is no, like serious. pre-paints. It no, must no, be no. the name. I
1: spend so much time on my detail. Once again, we've had the conversation. I'm at a certain age. I have so many years till death. I can't paint the amount of figures I'd like to paint.
0: So you get to a point where you have your display I, minis, I, and I, then I, you have your board gaming minis that I, look I, good I, I from see this a far away. Opportunity. That's right? <laughs> what it sounds like to me. <laughs> oh, we could do a commission service. Yeah. Well, not you. <laughs> I mean. He he could like set it up, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of paste it for you. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, uh, Bright says, Sergeant Rock happens to be my favorite DC hero, not like they will give him his own movie. Um, yeah, DC, I yeah. don't know if they're going to do you justice on that. Yeah. And then Chris Long says, so many seasons now. Yep. So, all right, guys, we're going to go wrap it up because we got a game to play. That's right. So, um, we hope you enjoyed the show. Like I said, this is the new format where we do a live stream video. Um, so you can watch us as you're, you know, waking up. Um, and then the recording obviously will always be available uh, for later on. Uh, look forward to having uh, some additional team members as yeah. well as uh, some guests
1: in the future. Yes. So, you know, we will we'll still be able to, you know, talk to anybody on the on the interwebs.
0: Most definitely. And, um, you know, make sure you support the channel by merch. You know, right now it's pretty much just drinkware. Um, we've taken down the clothing line until we can find a better s- supplier of quality don't, merchandise. Don't forget to get your official uh, uh, Jim Mariskin-y,
1: uh Long story short, shot glass. Right. I have mine. That, oddly
0: enough, it lives <laughs> it lives in my painting box. <laughs> so you can get the uh, pint glass with. Long story short. Yep. Um, obviously coffee mugs and stuff like that. I don't think we have the shot glass in the new supplier. I, I'm, I might have mm-hmm. to transition to a different supplier that gives us more options. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that's something we'll have to look at down the road. But guys, if there's any uh, ideas for f- future battles, um let us know. Remember, we in June, we will be doing the anniversary of the Battle of Midway. Yep. Um and we'll work through those rules here in a discussion at some point as we just figure out how we're going to do the command, the admiral's table, and then the battle table. Yep. So, all right, guys, we got to go fight some Zulus or. We're going to go fight some Brits. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Invaders. <laughs> Get out of my homeland. Uh, technically, you're the invader. Uh, you crossed the river and you weren't supposed to. Yeah. Uh, you're uh, technically,
1: technically you're you're not from that <laughs> continent.
0: So. Long live the queen. <laughs>
1: You know, you better hope she shows up to help you out because <laughs> I'm bringing it all today. Yeah. All
0: right, guys. Thank you very much. It is about that time to close out the show. We appreciate it. And for Marty, Chris Leonard. and brother Chris, this is Bill. And we'll see you on the next one.
1: You have been listening to the Citrep podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the show. Make sure you like and subscribe to all of our channels on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Discord. Remember to join us every other weekend for a new episode of the podcast. And don't forget our other programming on Wednesdays and Sundays. Thanks for listening.